0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. Happy Wine Wednesday. On this episode of the Swirl Suite, this is going to be a review episode. So, we are reviewing a wine from Fetzer in California. Fetzer has a new sustainability program and they have new brand new labels and they sent us cute water bottles too. So we are going to review the Gewurztraminer and talk a little bit more about that grape. All right. Let us know what you think. Cheers. Uh, Tanisha, you were giving us an update on Paris and it's 67 degrees, which is crazy. Yeah.
2: And it's supposed to be like maybe 72 tomorrow. So we're excited.
1: We would love Um, that right now.
2: Oh my gosh, yes. But it hasn't been warm this summer. Like we haven't really gotten to 80.
3: Because mm, okay. nobody's so, been able to go out. No, you we're out. Had, you oh, have no, the, the global warming and all the cars back mm. on the beltway and you can't get around town. Interesting. That's so interesting. We are back
2: here in these streets. Um, people are right. everywhere. But it's August. So people aren't out now. Now everything mm. is like, since this is the second week of August, most things are uh, closed or closing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll be back open last week of August, first week of September. Hmm. So I actually really enjoy Paris in August because the things are closed and it's mm-hmm. not as many people. So I get to enjoy um stuff, but it's different this year because I've been enjoying it because it's been not that many people here. Yeah. So yeah. It's been quiet all year. But July was cool, July was a little lit, so that was fun. Um <laughs> uh, it just came back from the south. Was in the south of France, was in Provence, Marseille, and Cassis. Oh my, my favorite. gosh! So uh, those places will be popping up on the gram uh, this week. So and what did to- you do?
1: What did you do there,
2: girl? You know I drank wine.
1: Well, of course.
2: So went to visit. <laughs> went to visit three wineries um one i did a program with before Domaine saint amont i did a wine box uh like partnership with them so finally got out to their property i did a reel um on my visit to um their place and that's on ig um and then visited Chen blue which is um mm, i guess like a high-end luxury wine they actually just won an award for their wine packaging Mm. amazing and it's owned by um, a woman and her husband the woman nicole Rollet. she is from new york so she's american and her husband is uh i think he's french but he lived in um the uk for a while and worked in the uk for a while but i believe he's french and uh, they since they're in the south their main grape is grenache for the red and then the white it's a lot of um and mm. the place is fantastic they have a wild boar spa Oh, what does lot- that mean? So they have a lot of wild boars in the area. And so they're like, they just made a water area for them. So that they oh, the come spa up the is
1: for them.
2: Yes, it's for them. Wow. So oh. if they're out in the spa part, then they won't come up on the property. Oh, okay. oh. so what will, what will they
1: do if they do come in contact oh. with humans?
2: Well, one, scare humans. That's one. Two, Whoa. they will dig up. Stuff. Oh, so you can okay. see holes around from where okay. they come up so they'll just dig up like the grass the
3: dirt everything they'll dig it up are, wow. now are the boars the 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 animal of preference that digs for truffles
2: um maybe trained ones but i i can't speak on that with any certainty
3: okay
2: then hmm. they also have a bee i don't think you can call it a sanctuary but they have an area for bees because bees do something really amazing for the environment and for mm-hmm, the biodiversity and mm-hmm. the container. so they had several um be um you know the word for it bee things out <laughs> and so that was cool to see then walked in the vines they had some sunflowers and a garden and so you know this sounds
1: there. absolutely magical
2: it was amazing that place is beautiful and the owner wasn't there she was like tanisha i'm so sad i won't ever like i still won't get to meet you so she uh skyped in and so, um, we Aww. talked to her and she schrived in.
1: Was this a vacation? Was it like a planned media trip?
2: No, this was a vacation. Nice. And since I was going to be around them, I was like, oh, well, I'll just pop in. Because, you know, mm-hmm. this is like vacation for me. So did that. Then in Cassis, um, met a guy, he used to be a soccer player and he now owns a winery. And so had went there, saw their property, and got to taste the wines. And that mm. was, um, their wines are delicious. And he signed my bottle. And nice. So, cool. so I'll be posting about that, too. The wines are white and rosé. And the rosé mm. is very clear. Like, you have to look at it next to the white to know that it's rosé. Oh, man. Mm. So yeah, Very good. And then um, Marseille is, you know, a major city, like Paris, but, like, gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, did a little boat ride out there a ferry to you know me and how I'm in the crime and prison and all that stuff so went to the chateau that used to be a prison mm-hmm. and if you've heard of or read the book the count of monte cristo mm-hmm. in that book in that book he talks about a place called chateau Diff, and that's where we went and so went to go tour that place that was cool to see um what else And then when Anthony Bourdain was in Marseille, he talked about their pizza scene. So we Mm -hmm. had pizza with a friend of mine who lives in Marseille. And then we had some wine from his family's uh, vineyard. And yeah, it was a cool time. And then I came back and was like, oh, shoot, I'm in my own apartment.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Too bad Glennis isn't here because um, when she was in Marseille, she went to... I had left the trip by then, but she, she did go to the, the prison area.
1: Mm, Okay.
3: Mm -hmm. It's cool to
2: see, because I was like, wait, this is a prison. I'm like, this doesn't suck. But then I looked at the actual sales. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, this part might suck.
1: So a question, this sounds really nice. Would you like, can someone pay you to do all of this for them? Plan this whole yes. trip for them. Can someone yes. pay? Okay.
2: Yes. And okay. they can pay me to do that. And also my new thing that I'm working on now is doing guides for these places. So like mm-hmm. writing it up and it being like for sale on my website. So mm-hmm. for however much that's i have, excellent.
1: I have. Yeah, that's a great but idea. Doing like,
2: okay, if you have 32 hours in Marseille, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Or if you have this many hours in Champagne, what do you do? So I'm gonna write this up. Yeah. The thing about this area though is you need a car. Unlike okay. Paris, you can come to Paris and I have a car. Mm-hmm. But there you kind of really need a car if you're going to be there longer than a day.
1: And so are you um are Americans comfortable mm-hmm. driving in this area?
2: They should be. Yes. Okay. Now you will pay more for your car because mm-hmm. most Americans can't drive a stick, and so they will need an automatic. Mm-hmm. And automatic is not a common car here. Okay so anytime you rent an automatic if it's going to cost significantly more like you'll look it up and be like oh snap burning cars are cheap because yeah. it'd be like 19 25 a day and then you'd be like oh but automatic Then they're like okay 95 you're like mm. okay oh, got, you. Yeah, that's got you
1: oh well i i actually don't like to drive so i probably could i pay somebody to drive me around
3: you could yeah. okay. you always can pay somebody to drive you around okay. you can All always
1: right.
2: find it you can always get a reliable driver <laughs> got <you. Yeah. laughs> gotcha because some of these so roads nice. are back roads because on our okay. way up we went up a mountain to get to um this one town as we were up Mount Vontu the girl driving thought she was gonna die she got so stressed out i thought we we're gonna have to fight um oh fight. no she was just so stressed out by the driving part Mm. because, um, yeah, it, we literally were driving up the side of a mountain and some of the roads weren't necessarily paved. Oh. And she was like, but I don't know where I'm going. I was like, I, I don't either. I, I literally- Listen, have- you
1: behind the wheel panicking is not going to help any of us. Right.
2: Uh, and I'm like, I don't know either. I don't know these surroundings. I've never been here. All I have is GPS. And you know, sometimes when you go in the mountains and stuff, the GPS doesn't move as fast as you do. Right. So that dot is not giving you what it needs to give you. <laughs> so I'm like, all I know is turn left, not down this side street, but like the other street that we just that we're passing. Right, that mm-hmm. we're passing that street over there. Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah. Well. I'm <laughs> well, I'm glad you made it. Right. We made. It
2: was Well, I
1: forgot to talk about my trip to uh, Charlottesville last week on the show but um so I spent two days in Charlottesville it was a uh, Monticello wine media it was but it said day but it was days so it was two days mm-hmm. um it was myself and well me and Shayla from Black Girls Wine were the only two people of color on there um on the trip but I don't know if I had to say maybe like 15-20 people um were there maybe more no more than like 25 but um, mostly writers from the Virginia area. Um, even though Dave McIntyre was there, him and his wife. Um, anyway, it was a really good trip. I um, I realized how bored I was with some of the selections that I was, that I was choosing, like during the pandemic and just being home all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think I was drinking the same type of wine, right? And um, I think that trip just showed me. How exciting wine is, and what why I fell for it in the first place. So um, Charlottesville w- was awesome. The food was great. Um, their wines were so. Really, like, what was really your good. favorite?
2: Like new discovery. Um, or what were you see. reintroduced to?
1: Um, everything from the Chardonnays to some beautiful Cab Francs. Um, uh, Did you t- have a, 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 a lot of Tanets?
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: does. So, you have a, a petite mensang? Oh, I did. Yeah. It was a whole, it was a whole seminar on petite mensang mm-hmm. and how balanced it can be, even though it's known to be really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, yeah. It was some really good ones too. It, it's yeah. not petite. Petite mensang is not something that I would typically go for, but, um, but they were really well done, extremely balanced
3: it's it's Um, I haven't seen it outside of this area it's very regional yeah especially to Virginia yeah Mm
1: -hmm. um but it was good it was uh they chose um let's see our first stop was um let's see we went to King Family Farms on the second day and then the day before that we went to Afton Mountain and um I'm forgetting one winery what's the biggest one the Italian one What's the name of that one? Y'all know what I'm talking about. We, we don't. <laughs> It'll come back to me, but um, but it, no, it was a good time. It was a good time. Is it? Was it Jefferson? No, not Jefferson. Um, what is it? Or she said know. Italian. Oh, uh, Fabiola. No, not Fabiola. Um, wow. well,
3: I'm going to. Barbersville. Stop. Sorry, Barbers oh, Barbersville. Okay, Barbersville. okay, because yeah.
2: that's Italian, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah,
3: right. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking of yeah. that yeah right mm-hmm. so so is charlottesville um is that the region in virginia i mean if like if people had to choose is that where they should go for virginia wine um well if there's so many to
1: choose from but yeah it's a major one i'd say that okay it's a major one it's so much to do um it's good food you know good restaurants and um I think what sucks about Virginia versus like Napa or even the Finger Lakes, everything is far apart. Mm -hmm. So you're going up and down mountains, curved roads and whatnot to get to one winery to the other. Um, When we went to uh, one winery to the other, it was 30 minutes. So I think that if I were to do a Virginia like tour, I would get a driver. Just so I could, you know, be loose and drink what I want as much as I want and, you know, stay safe. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So
2: your advice is always have a driver for things. If <laughs> we don't get it, anything else from your includes, conversation, you got to have a driver. <laughs> if it includes wine,
1: I don't think that that type of pressure should be on one person to drive you everywhere. Also,
2: it's just nice to have a driver anyway, so you it don't is. have to worry about literally yeah. anything. You yeah, could just yeah. do whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just, you know, split it up amongst the group, you know. And
2: And it's honestly not that expensive. I mean, if you think about what, like, an accident or DUI costs or just your stress level. Yeah. Right. I mean, a driver's super cheap. Yeah.
1: And see, the thing is, if you were, especially, it's not that expensive, especially if you're staying in the area. They pick you up from the hotel Mm -hmm. and take you back there. Yeah. Yeah. That's my suggestion. So let's talk about Fetzer. So Fetzer has a they new label. Y'all some wine? Yeah, they they have a new label. It's it's really cute, and um, so they sent us two wines. They sent it, it to me. So it's a. Uh, I opened the Gavras Me too. I didn't
3: oh. open the shard. Yeah, no. Let me, right? uh, hold on. I'll get the shard. Yeah, they have a shard. Just trust yeah. me on that
2: one, Tanisha. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I believe you. <laughs>
3: But um, so
1: they have this new sustainability program. Their entire winery is sustainable. They are a certified B Corporation. According to Fetzer, sustainability matters one glass at a time. Better is always possible. So we do all we can one glass at a time. We focus on people and the planet to keep our spirits high. Impacts big and footprints are small. Fetzer is a B Corporation. A Certified B Corporation. Certified B Corporations are a community of committed leaders driving a global movement towards building a more inclusive, sustainable economy that benefits everyone. This conscious business structure balances purpose and profit and meets some of the highest verified standards of social and environmental performance, transparency, and accountability. They're all about saving water, They also gave us a glass water bottle and we download this app. Every time we fill a water bottle, I guess we click the app and they will donate fresh water to a place that needs it. Which is super cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Okay. Super cool. Yeah. So go Fetzer. I have a special place in my heart for Fetzer because when I first got into wine, I thought I was showing off if I bought something from Fetzer.
3: Really? <laughs> did you have, did you, was there a partic- particular varietal or it was just the the brand itself? Um,
1: if I'm not mistaken, they used to make a Riesling. Do they still make a Riesling? Um, but I know I used to buy the Gerberstraminer all the time and they do make a Riesling. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a Riesling and the Gerberstraminer. Those two I used to splurge on
2: back in the day. Yeah, Fetzer was definitely a brand I drank early on. hmm Um just being like, okay, yes, Fetzer. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because it's something you can find in a grocery store. Yeah.
3: Yep. That's kind of funny because I this is my first time having it. Really? Yeah, I kind of feel embarrassed now. Oh no. Um, <laughs> but you know, my life is sheltered in general. So
2: <laughs> Right. It ain't from Maryland, you don't know it.
3: I don't know. I don't
1: know. Uh, Can we talk about Goverstraminer really quick? Yes.
3: How do y'all feel about Goverstraminer? I think it, I love it. I think it's underrated and it often falls, unfortunately, in the shadow of Riesling. Mm. That's my personal opinion. And not and the views of the swirl suite.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, agree. And also real talk. I think it's really something to be said about um people not wanting to order it or ask for it because they can't pronounce it. Yeah. So you know, they so try we, to come up we, with like nicknames or shorten it. it, but yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I actually like uh, I like reverse meaner. It, um, once I read the wine books and they said that even though it can be on the sweeter side, pair it with something spicy, I yeah, I was in love ever since. So that's always been my thing. Now it's not something that I have very often, but when I'm eating ramen or some spicy tie or something, I always go for either a Riesling. And you're right, Leslie, it falls under Riesling. I always go for the Riesling first, but um, Converged Meaner is behind it.
3: Now, you know, when I have, okay, this is another first for me, but generally when I have a Converged, mm-hmm. it's often very bone dry. Hmm. And this is the first one that I've had that, um, is fruity Wow! And, and like an off dry one. So it was, when I had, it. I was like, are we sure this is here? Because <laughs> I've always had it um, in a very dry expression. Hmm, interesting.
2: That is interesting.
1: Now Tanisha, is there a lot of Gewürz in, in Paris since it's one of the um, Grand Cru grapes
2: of Alsace? Yeah, we can find Alsatian ones for sure. Got yep. you. Hmm. also i think when it comes to i mean a lot of people will say that they don't drink white wine often um so if you're talking to your i think if you're talking to your average consumer they'll say that they drink a lot more red wine Hmm. and if they do drink white i think your whites are usually more of the typical riesling chardonnay pinot gris Hmm. sauvignon blanc for sure yeah um and so you don't even hear them talk about reverse demeanor i think that's not kind of in their even um mind's eye or something that they think about when they think about drinking white Mm -hmm. drinking white wines um and i think that goes back to leslie's point it gets shadowed by riesling Mm
1: -hmm.
2: because the flavor profiles are um similar Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah people don't know what to drink it with it's weird yeah
3: okay hello everyone Hey,
0: Glenn. Welcome. Hey, girl. girl. Yeah, I'm on my cell phone at a restaurant sitting outside when I realized I was supposed to be on this. I'm actually, and you know, they have these streeteries, so it's actually not a cookout. So that's we have certain restaurants in this area now. But um, they are not serving Fetzer and I don't have my Fetzer with me. Um, (laughs) but I said let me call in anyway. Because yeah. I have to be a responsible, swirl-sweet adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I ditto everything that has been said. Um, most people can't pronounce it. So it's hard for them to go sit down at a restaurant and order it. Yeah. Um, without feeling embarrassed or feeling like they should know mm-hmm. how to pronounce it. And if they've been drinking, hell, if they have drunk, they sure won't be able to pronounce it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I do agree it falls in along with um, the Riesling crepe. To me, it has some of the same acidity. So, yeah, but um, I will go back to the conversation about the conference a little later. Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm going on mute.
1: Okay. Govirtia <laughs> um, uh, is one of the most aromatic grapes um, that I've come in contact with. Um, I, al- I almost always love the nose on a Gewürzt, And this one, um, peaches, apricots, rose petals, honeysuckle. I mean, everything sweet, everything luscious, everything juicy.
3: Juicy. <laughs> I, would, I would say that if, if somebody was looking to expand their palate, and you, you, were, um, you were a, a, a Riesling fan or, um, or you were just in a wine rut. I think this is a great alternative.
1: So I have a few questions. So you guys just give me your straight up answer. Um, and it's how you feel about the wine that you're drinking. Um, you go first, Jermina. What season reminds you of this wine? Winter, spring, summer, fall
2: fall i don't know why but just fall okay because i don't think summer because i usually when i think summer wine i think a little more um crispness and maybe citrus flavors maybe Mm -hmm. not so much the aromatics Mm -hmm. um but with this having a little bit of spice on the finish and it having uh those nice fruit flavors i think more fall
3: Mm. what about what about you leslie well, I was gonna say fall, but Tanisha took it. So okay,
2: you can, you can say fall too, bro. You can co-sign. It's okay. I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna say autumn.
2: Okay, okay. Yes. And why why autumn? What
3: do you think about why, why autumn? You know, it is, it's those underlying spices mm-hmm. that um I I think reminds me of of um autumn. Like there's there's the little um I don't want to say cinnamon, but type of like allspice mm-hmm. that's on the on the back palate that you pick up. You think of um, um like a uh, a cider, not a cider per se, but the spices that you would have in yes. mm-hmm. a warm
0: cider. That's what makes me think of yeah, like a bacon yeah. spice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Glennis, what about you?
0: What was the question? I'm sorry.
1: Oh, What season does Govert remind you of? Winter, spring, summer, or fall?
0: I would do, um, I agree with the ladies and I would say, I would, I wouldn't say a specific season, mm-hmm. but Thanksgiving for me, because Ooh. I would do it with turkey and my cranberry sauce. And just because of those spices, I like that mix for me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I would say Thanksgiving. Okay, that's awesome. Because in that, like October to end of... The, November in that season it goes well with all of that so, mm. I feel like Thanksgiving is a season though so
2: we can go with that I feel yeah. like there yeah. there is a Thanksgiving season yeah so let's yeah mm-hmm. I
1: actually get um I'm getting spring because the first thing I notice is the florals okay so, yeah so the flowers and like spring just reminds me of flowers so that's my explanation yeah
2: all right and that works. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: what kind of personality would you give Gavestrominer? What kind of voice would you give it? So, I have three singers, and you match the singer with Gavestrominer. Okay, I was gonna say. I hope this okay. is multiple choice. <laughs> okay, Patty Labelle.
2: No. So,
1: is it in your face? You know, no. notes. Okay, Gladys Knight, kind of sultry. Okay. Uh-huh. Diana Ross, showy, but- Gladys Knight. Gladys night. Okay.
2: Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Dion Warwick as the last one. I don't know why, but I thought that was just who you were gonna I mean say. she would think would have been a little harder. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I would actually say Diana was, Ross. You know who I was thinking? Who? Okay, so don't don't confuse the performer with the voice. Uh oh. I was thinking Janet Lady Jackson. Gaga. Oh, okay. Oh. Because huh. you know her voice is really soft yeah. and um yeah, she's soft spoken. Mm-hmm. I mean excellent performer but mm-hmm. that's what I would think of with the yeah. commercial media. but Diana Ross definitely who has a new song out? I don't know if you guys have heard that. Diana Ross? Yes. I have not. Huh.
2: It's called that's Thank You.
0: It's cute. I
1: that,
2: Glennis okay. what were you about to say?
0: I was about to say if you really go with um, not thinking with the actual performers uh, octave in their singing but I was gonna say Patty for her flamboyancy when you think about all the notes that you talked sure. about a little bit earlier, Sarita. Mm-hmm. So with all the florals, you know, she could Patty LaBelle could be very floral in her where and what she how she expresses herself. So I was gonna say mm-hmm. Patty LaBelle in that sense.
1: Yeah. Very good point. Um, that choose, is. Yeah. That's ahead. a very good point. Um I chose Diana Ross for that for that same reason but she kind of has this soft kind of sweet voice but when you look at her it's like the hair and the clothes and the shine and all of that. So yeah. Yeah.
2: And I said Gladys Knight because she has the voice. She has a sultry tone. She has that. But I feel like she is not widely known. Mm -hmm. She is known to people who know, people who like maybe who really enjoy wine or who talk about wine. And I feel Mm -hmm. the same about Goebert It's not widely known its flavor profile and what it matches with. Mm -hmm. So thinking of underrated, it's not the word, but it's more people in the know, know. And so that's what made me think Gladys Knight.
1: No, that's a good point. Um, Okay, last question. Who would you want to share a Gavers with? Family, friends, wine friends, or
2: co-workers? I'm gonna say co-workers because I work alone, so I could drink the whole bottle.
3: <laughs> oh, I don't oh,
0: have no co-workers. Tadisha, I was about to say, why do I gotta share with any of them? Why can't I just <laughs> it by myself?
2: I'm like, I don't have any co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> Ermi's glasses a one woman operation, <laughs> <laughs> but I can share it with y'all as my wine friends. Okay, but I don't know Sarita drink too much, so she might take too much out the bottle. Here bomb. you go. Listen, <laughs> you you listen, all y'all can
0: out drink me. So oh, any day,
3: really, really, Serita,
0: we going out? Clutching like my, I'm clutching my pearls. <laughs>
1: It has been shown yes oh. i'm just saying
2: okay
1: i'll drink with y'all and be hurting and y'all good morning nope <laughs> not a good morning not a good morning sorry that was oh,
3: hysterical i wish i answered i would say i would say um my wine friends mm-hmm. or eric Benet. you know one of the what other.
0: <laughs> Okay, I don't think he you was a choice, but all right. You Eric Benet fetish. We were, oh my goodness wasn't gracious. That on the
3: list, Leslie. One day, the he's gonna, list. one day he's going to be on the Swirl Suite and you're going to thank me. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, you
1: have to say more about Eric Benet. Where did Eric Benet come from?
3: Oh my God. Eric he was Benet choice E, like, you didn't give an E, so she gave one. <laughs> right, right, exactly. He is my future ex-husband, guys. I don't think you understand. Okay. Wow,
2: wow, Leslie. Okay. <laughs> I don't know
3: what else to say about that.
1: Wow. Okay. Um
2: <laughs> Director Glenn is here.
0: I was about to say, Leslie, don't slip him no Mickey in the garage. Oh. You know she is. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. He's <laughs> <laughs>
2: gonna wake up real confused. Like, it I don't confused. understand. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness. Um for me I would share this with probably probably family because I feel like not a whole lot of my family drinks wine and this is a people pleaser. I think Governa Miner yeah. is great for pleasing everybody. So, it has enough like interesting notes and like layers of flavor to satisfy us who want to study it and then it's sort of sweet. So, you know, everybody will be happy. So that's Voila. I mean. Thanks for joining the Swirl sweet everybody. We hope you enjoyed this review episode. Be sure to check out Fetzer's website and learn all about their new sustainability program. And their wines are classic. The Gewürztraminer is a beautiful wine. Let us know what you think of this episode. Leave us a comment on wherever you listen to your podcasts at Swirl Suite on all social media or at squirrelsuite at gmail.com. Cheers.